American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. This week's videos are sponsored by Manscaped. More on them after the reaction, people. Allons-y, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for the Doctor Who 60th anniversary. Johnny, my companion, mate, how are you? I I am timey-wimey, G. How are you? I am so excited. I've thought about nothing but Doctor Who yesterday. It's kind of crazy because we started watching this at our Patreon with uh, in Modern Who. We have been watching it every single week for a couple of years. And then we had a, our first period where, oh, now there were several months without Doctor now Who. Now we're caught up. What the, do we do? And it was the first time we've ever had a chance to miss Doctor Who <sighs> since we started. As I was like getting some refreshers, I was like, man, I really, I just couldn't stop thinking about Doctor Who. And like, I just got like jacked up about film butterflies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Tenet's coming back. Yeah. Like, all sorts yeah. of things can happen. Donna, like, what are we going to do? Yeah, I haven't been this excited for Doctor Who um, ever just because this is the first time we had an opportunity to miss it. Ladies and gentlemen, please go ahead, use that sonic screwdriver to leave a like on this video that'd be very much appreciated also subscribe click the notification bell because apparently john there's three specials didn't know that oh yes it's so three three harder <laughs> and then there's a christmas special after that this video is going to be edited by our friend eric you might know him as nerd Crotic. He, he actually helps run the website passion fruit which goes to heavily support reactors i've done an interview there myself you guys should go ahead check it out and as always full length reaction watch alongs is pretty single with your own copy of doctor who that is available for our super sexy rejects over at our patreon page and we cover several shows exclusively over there with highlights and watch alongs included including all of the doctor who that we did but, but this being the first part of the special the first time we're ever putting this on youtube with doctor who the watch along for this one will be made public for everyone so go ahead you can check it out link in the description box anywho john you excited i'm very excited <laughs> let's see what happens oh, oh no something always happens you said it yourself <laughs> Yeah, and then some. Jesus, I've never seen the TARDIS console so angry. Over one coffee spill? It's in no way water resistant. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. This is like chanting breaths? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, you know, man, now that the doctor is back to being a man. Yes got some grooming to take care of you know oh i think he does all that running around and you might chafe and if he can travel to the year 2023 he oh. can just get a exceptional transition 
Mary Balls Miss Reject Nation. You know what the funny thing is? I already own this product before agreeing to do this partnership. I could have used my influencer ring to get it for free or at a discount. But hey, now you can get it at a discount because this week we are, of course, sponsored by Manscaped. As a married man who's always on the move, I value looking sharp while keeping things efficient. And that's where Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0 Ultra comes in, featuring the Lawnmower 5.0, and it is a game changer. The package is honestly a perfect gift for yourself or for another man that you might know. I'll give this to John. If anyone asks, I pay for it out of my own pocket. But no, seriously, this is easily the best because it comes with not one, but two next-gen blade heads. See the difference? It's a good thing I have two now for demonstration purposes. So you got the standard trimmer for a perfect neat trim, but this one, the new foil blade for that super smooth finish, and oh yeah. It's all about safe grooming with their advanced skin-safe technology. Plus, they're waterproof, so no more crumbs on the carpet. The package also includes the Weed Whacker 2.0 for ear and nose, and I definitely use this because look at me, I'm a hairy guy. And the must-have liquid formations. The Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion and the Crop Preserver Ball deodorant. Say goodbye to post-shave irritation and hello freshness. And the ultimate cherry on top. Two free gifts. Manscaped's Premium Boxers 2.0. And the Shed 2.0 Toiletry Bag. Again, I already have one. The boxers? I'm wearing my pair right now. And the bag is perfect for all your grooming essentials, as you can see. So you ready to elevate your grooming game? Head to manscaped.com and use code REJECTS for a cool 20% off plus free shipping. Remember, it's REJECTS for 20% off at manscaped.com. Let's get those jingle balls holiday ready with manscaped boy oh boy good to have dr who back so the meep is a transphobe yes <laughs> among other things i guess yeah you know not not very tolerant that meep even no, though it no. has its own personal pronoun preference now listen i am a full supporter of trans rights in every way um but at the same time i cannot possibly at a one part of me truly understand what it's like to be a trans person sure and sometimes there's some messaging that happens where i'm like hey, i'm always for something but i might ask a couple of questions here or there yeah just so i can better understand when there's yeah. an allegory yeah, yeah you know yeah. relevant to life but also mixed up in sci-fi circumstances you yeah know, you got to kind of interpret yeah yeah man yeah. as a matter of fact at our patreon uh, the one who's every say our Patreon, what we always do is read these like facts mm -hmm. from uh, from each episode of Doctor Who. Uh, our most staunch patron ejector, super that was what he's called, our super sexy reject, um, is transgender, and we uh, we get excited now to see this amount of trans metaphor and allegory because Acceptance, yeah. yeah, it's so cool. It's not even just allegory; it's actually quite direct <laughs> you know yeah it's yeah. true representation I, th I think that's there i'm sure there's parts of any community yeah. or fandom that's like what the hell however i think <laughs> with doctor who uh i feel like it's probably something that's being very much embraced right now i have which to I, which i think is excellent i feel like doctor who comes with a spirit of inclusivity i feel like it's probably a little Hopefully. ironic to be whinging about you know yeah things like that on a show like this yeah and i mean i can just imagine just I, like the the trans audience for Doctor Who and the queer audience for Doctor Who, like they have to be so very vast, and I can only imagine the joy and probably the kind of overflowing of emotion, yeah, that, that you know people are probably having with this. Yeah, I mean, we had Jodie Whittaker, which, uh, as expected, got like I mean, we we already were like aware that Doctor Who would eventually become Jodie Whittaker. Sure. 
when we were starting up the show, I think. <laughs> yeah, know? I think, I think we were already at that we point. Were well into her run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were so we were like, yeah, we were aware. Um, didn't really care, and, but we were aware that there was a bunch of negative talk about it. So I feel like we're at a point where we, we could be past that. Hopefully, we'll see. I don't I think feel it really like matters. I feel yeah. like things move in 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 yeah. like slow tandems where it's like, okay, people wrapped their mind around the doctor being a woman, and that's one thing to wrap your mind around. And now what? there's you know a, a more overt sort of trans allegory or whatever it might be, and that's another thing to kind of level the, one step up and wrap your mind further around. The reason I'm bringing <laughs> bringing up Jodie Whittaker sure. is because the backlash to changing the doctor from a man for so many years to then having a, a tenure with a with a with an actress then to bring back tenet i think there's something really admirable in russell t davies going hey this ain't us reverting back we're gonna we're gonna this, we're gonna yeah. double down on some shit right now this is us making yeah. up for woman doctor by bringing back your favorite man doctor it's, and then we're gonna yeah. really embrace trans rights yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So. and i mean and and to do it you know i think it's it's also uh smart to go back to dr donna you know yeah. go back to a character who wasn't always you know doctored but certainly is now or at least yeah. for the moment is well yeah I, I think it's quite admirable it's pretty cool to me that it's nothing along the lines of what some some camp may have been like. Maybe they're going to try to rewrite it because the Jody Whittaker era, like we, there were some of, some of those episodes, like we loved the Flux arc, and yeah. there was so much about um, Jody Whittaker's performance itself that was just so excellent. Yeah. And but we were there to experience some like really awful writing top periods <laughs> of Doctor <laughs> Who, where I was like, oh, okay, I see what people sure. are talking about. Some of this is really not It was the unfortunate cooking. thing yeah. of, like, Jodie Whittaker is great, and this is a fine idea, but also, like, the writing of this could could be better. Could be <laughs> And could some be of the stronger. tonality could be more yeah. rich or unified or whatever it is. And yeah. then they made some bold choices with changing up the lore with the Timeless Child and all these things. Everyone loves the Timeless Child. <laughs> <laughs> then to go back to Tenet, you know, it's. I, I did hear some of the conversation of, oh, is he going to try to like course correct? Is he going to try to rewrite some things? And that's why I'm. I wanted to start off immediately with where the show was ending off with. Sure. Of yeah. hey, it's neat that Russell T Davies actually decided to really embrace it. Yeah. And find an extension of it and like wear it on its sleeve. Yeah, it, it doesn't. They don't shy away at all. No, and in, 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 in a way that I think, yeah, is is like it, it. It's very like heartfelt in that way, and you can tell yeah. the show really cares about doing that just as much as it cares about everything else. Like this was a, a lovely re-entry, and I think there's always like some level of state. Like it's kind of funky uh, stepping into the shoes of everybody else who's a Whovian, where now you get to anticipate. And it's like, you know, some specials are better than others. Usually the anniversaries are are pretty, you know, momentous or whatever. Um, but, yeah, this managed to bring us back in in a way that was, you know, reaching for, you know, some kind of relevant, you know, uh, uh, meaning applicable to our place and time, but also not losing sight of any of the history between the Doctor and Donna, not losing sight of any of the fun and tradition of Doctor Who, not losing sight of homaging, you know, various sci-fi movies that came before. Like, they, they 
it really kind of seemed to put everything into all of the elements. And so I feel yeah. like it earns the allegory and it earns everything else by doing so. And I think it's, you know, it's I, I'm curious to hear more commentary and more, you know, kind of breakdowns of some of those more yeah pertinent uh, uh, moments in terms of the allegory. Just, yeah, just to kind of see how people feel about the articulation and how it intermingles with the, you know, more sci-fi yeah. elements of like literally letting the energy go, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and fixing the meta crisis and all that well, stuff. Well, I, I like it because it does it with a big smile on its face. And an eye the, for the characters the, first and foremost. The, yeah. the way how, yes, that, that, it's the way how I felt about how, like, the messaging in Barbie doesn't bother me because it does it with a big smile on its face. Yeah, yeah. and it's like part of the point is we're going to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this they, is the, the sterling example of something that's been, like, gendered and, and used to instruct since its inception, and now we're going to deconstruct that. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. going to, they lead with that, and yeah. so I, I appreciated it. Yeah. Um, the, the part of it, though, that I am a little back and forth on, and my initial feeling on it is only because of the amount of t- t- tension and suspense and built in of the whole letting go of the residual Gallifrey DNA. Yeah, um, the, the like regenerative time. Regenerative energy. energy. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that uh, resided within Donna. Like, I like the. The, the theory does come true of like, oh, because she had a child, uh, some of it was able to be passed on. Mm-hmm. And and so I I appreciate that concept. There was just something I felt like very like they have the two the two handed side of it, right? Where you the, the thing about letting go. That specifically there's that one section. Yeah. Where they, when they do let go of the energy. Yeah. That yeah. one that one like one minute part, not even a minute. That's probably one, one part of my uh like back my back and forth is about it is it felt a little too simplistic to me while I get the idea at least is what it seems to be about again be more curious for yeah. women and trans people to tell me <laughs> more than I would you know but it seemed nah, like it was mainly more about white dudes seemed like it this. was more only about <laughs> women in that moment not even so much about being trans when because she says something a, sure. ma- a male doctor wouldn't understand and yeah male presenting doctor yes yeah yeah and there's Get so the much words me. right so yeah and they say and they say letting go and it just seems so it, it just seemed too simple after everything of the buildup of that i like the idea of like commenting on you know the fact that women definitely have to let go even as a guy I can be like yeah i don't know um, Women have to let go a lot more than men do. Yeah, absolutely. Society yeah. forces that. <laughs> I, I, I could see that from an observant point of view. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, but in terms of just like plot, <laughs> it, that's where I'm focused on. It, it seemed like a little too quick to me I was <laughs> on, like, on what happened there. Um, uh, this was like 42, 45 minutes, right? This, this was like 50-something minutes. Not not like a full hour and change though. No, no. It's like, I feel like this is this is kind of a classic Doctor Who thing where you you sometimes yeah. will come to an episode where you're like, I like the idea of this resolution. I wish there was maybe a little more time. Like you know, there's so much else going on. There's a lot of madcapness. There's a lot yeah. of reuniting and and honoring the past and and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I like this sequence. Maybe could have been a little more breathable so that it doesn't feel so breezy and it's also sure. not liable to like rush past you in a sense um because uh definitely 
because yeah, it is. It does kind of happen rapidly, and I like the principle of the idea that it's an an emotional thing that solves the problem. It's not like oh, we need to you know find some machine or source of energy and you know like radiate it. You know, like whatever you know mumbo jumbo they might have come up with from a sci-fi perspective. Some- Wibbly, wobbly, wibbly, tiny, <laughs> yeah, hijinks <laughs> in order to fix this. Sure. I like that it's a, a self-empowered thing, and I even like the device of, like, yeah. Madonna's Dr. Energy when, when he recites yeah. all the, you know, um, trigger words and, you know, her energy is unleashed, and that activates the energy yeah. in Rose. Like, I thought that was a smart instance of like oh yeah that's a that's a clever plot device that also yeah, it makes sense to me oh, yeah i like uh, the whole thing with the binary and non-binary as well that and that great. made yeah. a lot of sense yeah we are binary you are you know yeah a woman doctor imbued i am a doctor you know naturally yeah. and now we've kind of you know yeah. amalgamated into rose who chose her own name and all that stuff and that's part of the peripheral magic so yeah, yeah it's like for me i just think that finale scene it's like weird. Part of me is like, well, because it's kind of brief, it doesn't belabor the point, and then I imagine cause that many more people to be like, oh my god, woke. But at the same time, just as a dramatic beat, I, I yeah. may, would have maybe just felt a little bit less like I need to go back and look at that again yeah. <laughs> if they had let it breathe or something, which again is just a kind of... It's one of those things about Doctor Who that's not like you just 100% give it a pass, but it is like one of those charming earmarks of like, yeah, sometimes the wrap-up is a little quick, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, the jovial spirit of it all, it, it doesn't, it's not going to undo the grandiose experience yeah. of this special, you know? And I think there's a lot of pressure on a special, mm-hmm. you know? And there's there's probably the other pressure of the fact that you're bringing back Tenet yeah, you're you're bringing back Tate as well, yeah. and Russell T Davies is returning. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot happening here. Good it is it, it is a special. It's the 60th anniversary, and I wouldn't put all the laurels in this one episode though, because they're doing several specials. And I've heard the next one is all I heard is David Tennant described it. I think it was him as as Russell T Davies unleashed. <laughs> Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> so I'm excited for whatever that means. Cool, yeah. yeah. Well, I think for the first episode of the special, that this was a pretty great one. Like, I I love the way it was shot. The It, it felt very vibrant throughout. It, it is the, the chemistry, the energy, and the pacing. After Coming off of the Whitaker season, who did that? Chip Chibnall? Yes. Yeah. Chibs. Chibs. Um, <laughs> which often had this, like, dreary mood <laughs> Seemed like it. it wanted to be the gritty reboot version. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, <laughs> to to come back to, and while they had some episodes that were a little more lively, to go back to this flair for it uh, was it, refreshing. <laughs> it felt like new but, classic, yeah. Yeah, at the same time, it, it felt classic, but it didn't just feel like they're doing what they did before. It still felt like they're advancing and doing some something new and I, that I can't quite... Put, put my, my finger, finger on, on but there yeah. is something that feels i guess refined about it like russell c davis has had some time away and i like that they embrace the age yes. uh with everything and it's like going with a with an older donna and even having the daughter age up like she's yeah she barely looks like she's <laughs> same thing same thing with tenant man yeah he looks uh, good. uh tenant looks great and it's just to see them like slip back into these roles so seamlessly to the point where yeah, there's there's nothing about it that just felt stiff. Like they just they they 
it's like it's, I feel like we we haven't like it's it's just what's odd about it. I'll tell you what's really odd about it is you have Tenet, then you have uh, three more doctors after Tenet, mm-hmm. and then you're back to Tenet. And you kind of forget about this other time. Like, it just feels like For you're picking moment. up with 10. Yeah, yeah. even like, though this is 14 and not yes. 10. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like, it is carrying Which is on another that, good choice, I think. It is carrying on his, it is carrying that history, but Tenet is still... He's still... He's doing something different. Again, this is, like, reaction, so I'm kind of processing it sure. in the moment. Like, because he, he has, like, the natural Tenet whimsies yeah. that you would expect and the kind of lively energy that you would expect in the the animated side of him i guess well when he was 10th he was darker he does know? seem a bit grizzled at the like he we just talked about how good he looks but he does look and feel a little bit more like i don't know when he was 10th he was a much darker portrayal yeah yeah but i think there's there's further darkness in like a capaldi even and there's a different kind of angst in some of the darker aspects of like whitaker well smith especially yeah. and so yeah they, they all have like a unique approach to the darkness but i get what you mean it's like he's he seems very classically tenant but also appropriately at this again appropriately the next one and not a reverting to the old one yeah. There's something about even though you know there's always a jumble of like oh how much do they remember from their previous incarnation and all that stuff but but yeah it still felt informed by uh, the recent events even if they're not even, overt I would say even like I mean he got along with Matt Smith great like I, I've watched a lot of <laughs> I watched a lot of those interviews he's done with Matt Smith sure um, those are convention interviews there's a really funny one with him on Graham Norton. And that's gonna be a blast. Graham Norton should play a doctor. <laughs> and I believe Tennant was the first one to learn about Whitaker because they were friends. Oh and yeah, because so of Broadchurch, yeah. Yeah, so she called him up, and I, I, yeah, I think I think how the story goes is Tennant got a call saying like the next doctor wants to talk to you, oh. and then it was Jodie Whitaker. So I oh. feel like he has been able to not only just have the direct experience of working with Matt. Oh, granted, there was, um, uh, who's the one, the older guy? Oh, John Hurt? No, 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 no. Capaldi. Capaldi, yeah. There was Capaldi after Smith. Yeah. But I think his, I don't feel like there's really the Capaldi experience in here, but I feel the Matt Smith and I feel the Whitaker along sure. with Tenet. <laughs> He's All not, kind yeah, of like he doesn't carried have on the, like, the, the, uh, yeah, that I don't know. There's something about the Capaldi Doctor that feels like especially scarred by things and yeah. and harsh. Well, he's kind of like a curmudgeon. Curmudgeon, but who's got like some some heavy shit to let go. Yeah, of. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He feels lighter on his feet, even though he's aged. He feels lighter on his feet here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I yeah, like this. This definitely felt like a sort of. I like that, yeah, they have this new classic feeling where you're like, oh, man, we are kind of hopping yeah. back into, especially after the tonal shift of the Whitaker era, we're hopping back into something that feels appropriately modern with some of the production values and whatnot, but, yeah, has the same amount of bounce and the same amount of whimsy always kind of at the periphery. Um, but then I think it's smart that they didn't just go with nostalgia and they didn't just go with like, oh, hey, we're homaging E.T. and Gremlins and other things. Yeah. We're also like, again, as as much debate 
as there is around relevant allegories of this variety in sure. popular culture, I think that's a good sign that they are invigorated and they are not just here to rest on their laurels and feed us Doctor Who flavored member berries. <laughs> They're, you know, yeah. trying to, again, Oh, use... there's a good amount here. Yeah, well, yeah th- no. no, there are. But but I'm saying, like, if it was just that and it was just like, oh, isn't it nice to have Tennant and and, and uh, uh, Catherine Tate back? And isn't, isn't everything Grant? Like... Like, that would have been enough for me to enjoy it, but I think it's nice that they, you know, really seem to come in with, like, all guns blazing, and they brought the fun guns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? And it makes me really excited for what this uh, trio of specials, this this amalgamated special will be, because, too, I mean, oftentimes a special means multiple doctors, which this doesn't, at least at the outset, seem like the point will be, aside from that you have multiple Doctors in the form, at least in this episode of Rose and uh, and Donna. But, but yeah, like, seeing... I think it is an interesting inversion on the usual special format because now we get, yeah, this, like, little cluster of episodes with Tennant who, you know, like, there's heavy debate between all the fans about who's favorite and who when. But I feel like Tenant for some reason, does feel like the one where it's like, you could periodically bring this guy back and just make it a thing, and I think he would love it, and I think we would love it, <laughs> you know? And you can do allegory, but you could also do fun. Well, if I'm not mistaken, it was it was when Tenet came in where it Doctor Who skyrocketed, pierced that veil of just its... It's just a geek show or some shit. It's when it really it took like, hold of the mainstream. It took hold. Yeah. Of, it like really Again, took hold of pop yeah. culture zeitgeist. Yeah, you know? for the new age. Yeah, a thousand percent. And I, I think that's what makes Tenet specifically so special. He's so many people's first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. And you know, Tate especially, she slips right back into the role. I, I, like I, because a big part of what makes their companionship feel different than a lot of other ones. I mean, you had it with like Billy and Capaldi. I forget the actually Billy, but you had it there yeah. for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I like. But but a lot of times there's a bit of a romantic inkling or hint. I like Not those always. ones, but I especially enjoy these ones. But this is very platonic. Yeah, their dynamic, and she's willing to like tell him if she doesn't agree, and I think yeah. that is always really fun. Like a like a like a companion. Who will speak up and who isn't just going to be like, what do I do? Just tell me what to do. Like those, those always create a lovely friction, and especially with David Tennant, yeah. I think is is yeah, it's it's pretty exquisite. And I like the daughter, the the one who played Rose. I thought she was great. Yeah, I thought she was a great uh, job. She, yeah. she was excellent. I wish we had a little more time with her. I wish we had a. You know, there's something. That, another thing I'm kind of back and forth on is I I like kind of the passive portrayal of Sean. Yes, this guy just always up for anything. He's, uh, he's just always like, sure, fine. Just yes, ending his way through life. Because part of the performance feels like he went through hell after agreeing to give away the lottery money. Sure, now and he's, he's just sort of suckered it up, and he's just that guy now who's always like, "Yep, fine, I'm rolling with it." I'm just yep, choosing. Doesn't matter. Full always. Nothing matters anymore. <laughs> like I feel like there's a little bit of a of a stress ball just growing in his brain. Um, but but there's something that translates is so funny because it it could have easily been the other direction of who's this man? Why do you want to be like they could have done yeah. some some type of like Amy and Rory thingy sure. it, to a certain extent, right? Um, but they didn't do that at all. <laughs> so there's something that was kind of funny about it. It's very charming, but <laughs> yeah. when, and that complements nicely that Sharon is so concerned, yeah, and so averse to like any of this happening. 
Um, well, the the mom before has been, you know, kind of a a, a pensive, like a new a nuance to deal with. Like she she was had that classic like judgmental. Yeah, that's motherly. sort of like I I, I nag you because I love you, but I'm gonna be overbearing about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and they they managed to take those qualities but convert it into protection. Yeah, totally. And you really feel the history on her, especially. Yeah, it was fun. That was a lot of fun. I like the meep design uh, a lot. I'm not familiar. I don't, I don't know where meeps because meep come from. I think I think if I think I heard that meeps come from uh, like an audiobook or a comic book, something like that. Okay, yeah. I think there's some somewhere extended, there extended materials. Yeah, uh, but I didn't know anything about like what the personality traits are supposed to be like. If they if this yeah. is their history or some shit. Like I don't know anything about about uh, what the meeps are supposed to be. Sure, but they had me going like uh, because I I th- I thought like it was creepy to endearing. I think I said that. It was like creepy to endearing, and but it but it sold me on. Okay, I guess it's gonna be like good. Yeah, yeah it really plays off of. It smartly plays off of your uh, just. Uh, yeah, you seeing the figures in the situation and making a judgment. <laughs> yeah, and using that judgment to subvert your expectations. So yeah, that whole thing about like, oh, these are stun guns. Interesting. Why? You know, and then these guys, you know, these soldier guys are out to kill. But yeah, I thought that was a nice switch around and a good, a further compliment to the allegory in a less obvious way, where it's like, oh yeah, things aren't as they seem. Yeah, we still haven't got. I'm assuming the boss is toy maker. Must be that. That seems like what it what it would be, unless they're doing some other craziness beyond out beyond that. But I feel like yeah, toy maker is probably the one because too, you know, she's making the toys and the uh, meep hides among the toy. I feel like yeah, it's probably hearkening to that. Yeah, seemed like there were some hints at least going to that. And and you know, who knows? Maybe there's something to do with the toy makers to why Tenant is back in his tenant form. It's fun to speculate this time because before we would speculate at Patreon, it's like oh, everyone already knows. I don't want to get spoiled. So <laughs> yeah. Let's not speculate too hard. <laughs> yeah. But now yeah, being in real time, you like it's yeah. nice to be a part of the momentum and the excitement that comes with the new stuff. Yeah. It was, spo- it was spoiled for us. The tenant was co- like, uh, re- she regenerates in the tenant. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and because that was like impossible to avoid. Yeah. You know what I also enjoyed about this really quick is uh, I like the way they handled Bernard Cribbins, uh, and they give you a little moment for the doctor to sure. lament the loss of Wilf, Wilf and then realize that, yeah, they just have him Wills lives on off yeah. screen. He's alive and well, and they're going to go visit him maybe at some point. And, like, I hope we don't get some kind of AI-regenerated Bernard Cribbins unless he really wanted that. I mean, I I remember hearing that there's supposed to be some scene where he pulls up next to him in a car. <laughs> I think on the sure. Pacific Palisades. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> they come all the way to America. Wilfs is riding in a hot rod. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then see, see you people. again starts playing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened. Yeah, they got Wiz Khalifa to be a doctor I'm to pretty, come in and I'm pretty yeah, confident. perform I the heard, song. I heard that yeah, rumor. totally. And, and uh, they got uh, Bernard Cribbins' brother to stand in for him, you know, so they could shoot the scenes. So it was, it was it, the family approved cool. of it, okay? It's, it's cool that Wolf lives on there. Yeah, I'm happy about that. There are a lot of ways you can handle that, and obviously if you make him alive, part of us goes, I want to see him, but at the same time, I'm happy he's out there. Well... I'm I'm realizing this so late. One of the big, um, I mean, it was like the thing that led to his regeneration. Uh, for yeah. no, tenant tenant regenerating, 
um, into Matt Smith was the showdown in the cases with Wilf. Yeah. And then they kind of have a mirroring effect. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. Good yeah. call. When yeah. they're in the, yeah, they're split in the, yeah, the chambers, basically. Yeah. It makes two of the radiation chambers or whatever. Except, yeah, like slightly different circumstances. But, yeah, it is a good callback to that. Damn, that's good. Yeah. And that was such a heartbreaking scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. And, like, yeah, the last time the doctor saw him, he, like, totally snapped at him. And, and you know, brought it back around. But still, like, it was a, it was a tumultuous moment. So I'm glad that, you know, they get to visit. <laughs> Because you feel that in the doctor's face too, when when he thinks he's dead, and he's like, "Oh, like you you feel the guilt of some of those, you know, past moments." A thousand percent, yeah. But uh, also, then the the I think that's also a nice kind of. Uh, but I was so in the moment, yeah. Of like, is she about to die here? Because this seems fast. Yeah, I didn't, totally, think, totally. Of, I didn't think about that till right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and that's yeah. uh, that's a nice thing. Is I think that's a sign that this is you know got a lot of TLC on on it, and they put a lot of you know, care and, and detail and richness into what they're trying to do here. So even if mm-hmm. it is a little bit crammed here, there are certain moments feel maybe a little quick here or there. That's Doctor Who. That's Doctor Who. And there are wor- way more, uh, way less cohesive versions of those yeah. kinds of Doctor Who pitfalls. So like, yeah, here. That was great. No, that, I mean, I, th- I, I, I th- had a blast. I with think this. with, I think the thing with a special more than anything else that matters is, the the um the spirit yeah as long as the spirit feels feels um i don't it doesn't have to be jovial it's nice when it is it just has to be spiritually attuned and yeah. have its eye on the legacy it's trying to you know yeah you can like logically look at some shit and be like that it's gonna breathe better and whatever like i think a lot of times you could do that but it's a special it's like it's an Avengers movie, you know? <laughs> and like, it's a three-part yeah. special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So part of me is also like, well, we'll see how these all feel yeah. as a trio once they're all done, you know? And it's rare when you go in. I mean, you always know the doctor uh, The doctor will eventually regenerate into someone else. You know that. Yeah. But it's rare when you go in to a, a special with a doctor knowing this is going to be very short-lived. Yeah. So just have fun with the ride. Appreciate the precious moments. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It'll take another milestone to maybe get tenant back, or, or you know, some kind of crossover of yeah. doctors. Yeah. So like this doesn't happen all the time, obviously. No, it doesn't. And so just have fun, yeah. um, because it's going to be short lived, and we know it is. And I think that in a way, it's yeah, it'll make these feel precious, but I think it'll also make for an interesting transition into. Um, I think it's Shuti Gatwa, uh, the the new Doctor after three episodes of a classic. I think will be an interesting transition point. Uh, no, it's um, Idris Elba. Idris Elba, yeah, my bad. It's Denzel Washington. I think we can have a lot of sincere commentary about trans rights, of course, and being supportive. But but it's definitely Samuel make, L. Jackson. If we <laughs> can make a couple of satirical racist, jokes. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're in a post-racism world I now think where we, we can joke about scales. that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Right? Now you can't joke about identities unless they're of, like, old news shit like race. Mm-hmm. Then you can go hog wild. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I loved it. I, I had a great time. Yeah. I had, I had a great time, and I can't wait to see the rest. 
Very exactly. happy. Eating good today. Leaves me wanting more. Absolutely. And it cuts to credits abruptly the way you expected. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay, we're back. Yep. Yeah. Sober. Yeah. You know, and then we'll whatever whatever we left off on, we'll figure that out beginning of the next episode, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. we'll move into the next adventure. Maybe NPH will show up. All righty, guys. Well, what did you think about this special? Leave your thoughts down below. Be sure to subscribe. Like this video. Follow us on Patreon. And hey, let's end this with a... Chase Gardner. Chase, this just seems like a fitting doctor to shout you out on. Because Tenet loves to be on foot. He's known to be (laughs) one of the most um, uh, cardiovascular-driven doctors out there. Constantly running around. Aerobically inclined doctor. And then Gardner, because when I hear that, I just feel like serene at ease yeah he's a cultivator he helps things grow and he helps you exactly. know aid in a peaceful sort of natural holistic way that's the way i feel right now or both of these emotions so i thought shouting you out just kind of made the most sense chased into the gardens of our souls mm-hmm. yeah. and dude you've been a part of our page getting shoutouts for the longest time you have been unbelievably loyal to us mm-hmm. I need you to go the extra mile now. Yes, it's time to step it up. If there's any other Patreon pages you're pledged to, I'm going to ask for your devoted allegiance here. I don't care if they have nothing to do with us. I don't care if you pledge less. I don't care if you only pledge a dollar. You're going to have to sever ties with them now. Yeah, unpledge from everyone else. You're going to have to convert those pledges into a higher pledge. A mono pledge. At Real Rejects. Come on, man. We're entering 2024. You've been here for a very long yeah. time. Can't grow a garden without, you know, pledges. You gotta go to the next step here, buddy. Yeah. And it's up to you. It's all on your back. You gotta put the whole Patreon on your back. You gotta support us through the, the future and beyond. Because now that we're not doing Doctor Who exclusively over there, ooh, we're gonna take a hit. Uh-oh. Yeah, now people are going to realize they can just get Doctor Who anywhere on the YouTubes or wherever else. (laughs) Unless you want to sync up with your own copy and enjoy the full-length reaction experience, which is only available at Patreon, which you know. Apparently the HBO Max version often conflicted. Oh, good. You know how that goes. Oh, excellent, HBO. I wonder if the Disney Plus one will conflict with the BBC version. Oh, because PAL, because PAL is a different frame rate. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. 25 FPS. Maybe we should just shoot all Doctor Who's in 25 FPS. I don't know. <laughs> I don't watch on Disney can. Plus. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All righty, guys. Well, Chase Carter, thanks for being here, man. Be well. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side 
of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.